they already have them, so we're going to send it out. So um, anyway, all right, so today, obviously Kevin is not here. I'm here. Is it too loud? I feel like it's too loud. Dave. Dave. Okay. I'm hearing a lot. So um, today's message is it's your itinerary, not your destination. So as, uh, as I think about life and things, like God just gives me a lot throughout the week or throughout the months and years and everything. And so um, when you buy a plane ticket, anybody love to travel? Yes, I have a few hands. I love to travel. I love to explore. I love to go places. I love to see new places, new cultures, new people, everything. So, um, and so I bought many, many plane tickets over the years. And uh, not many train tickets, but mostly plane tickets. And when you buy the plane ticket, you know, you go online now and you, you tell them where you want to go and everything. And you say, this is my destination. This is where I want to go. I want to go to Chicago. I want to go to Bangkok. I want to go to, you know, China, Japan, you know, South America, wherever. And so you say, this is where I want to go. And they say, and you, you know, you purchase it and it comes back and they send you your itinerary. Right. And so you say to the Lord, this is where I want to go. You say to the airlines, this is where I want to go. But this over here is your itinerary, right? So if you want to go to Chicago, they're not going to fly you through South Africa. It makes no sense, right? They're going to get you there the most efficient way. But they tell you what your itinerary is. You do not tell them what your itinerary is. You just tell them the destination. And so today is about the journey, your itinerary. Uh, also, this digital age is very new. Normally, I have like notes all scribbled out. So, anyway, I'm, I'm kind of scrolling through my notes here. So, they tell you your itinerary, and you will get to your destination guaranteed. Uh, the scripture I have, Ephesians two ten, for we are God's. And if you guys want to like make notes or you know pull your phones out, I I will assume that you're not Snapchatting or anything like that, and so uh, feel free to take notes, because there, there aren't, I know you guys like to take the pictures from the slides and stuff, sorry, there was just some miscommunication, I worked really hard on the slides, and uh, we just don't have them, sorry, I know, I know you guys love to take your pictures, so um, if you're here for the first time, normally we have all the information here that I'm talking about, uh, or that pastor's talking about, so Ephesians 2.10, for we are God's own handiwork, his workmanship, recreated in Christ Jesus, born anew. This is amplified version. Those good works which God predestined, planned beforehand for us, taking paths which he prepared ahead of time, that we should walk in them, living the good life which he prearranged and made ready for us to live. Does that sound good? Like, does that sound like God had a prearranged plan for us to live a good life, right? But there is an itinerary. Uh, Matthew fourteen twenty three, and this is talking about Jesus. When he had dismissed the multitudes, he went up into the hills by himself to pray. When it was evening, he was he was there, he was still there alone. Mark one thirty five, and in the morning, long before daylight, he got up and went out into a de- deserted place and he prayed. I have found that in my life that the more that I spend time with the Lord, the more that I just sit down and, and seek Him the more my itinerary gets clear. The more the way I need to go gets clear, the more of what he wants gets clear. And so I really want to encourage you guys today to really, you know, you say to the Lord, this is, my, this is where I want to go, right? You say, I want to be better. I want to be healthier. I want to have more peace. I want to have more joy. I want to have more of, of whatever. 
But there's a, there's a way to get there through prayer, but there's also circumstances. Anybody in some circumstances? Okay, so apparently there was some kind of like sleeping pills in the coffee because before the break, you guys were like, woo, yeah, announcements, this is amazing. And now you're like, wow, the word of God. Uh. So, come on. All right, so, is anyone in some circumstances? Does anyone have something in their life that they're dealing with that is hard, that is challenging, that is, um, feels like a brick wall, feels mental and emotional, physical uh, strain and stress, and like, how do I get out of this thing? Okay, there we go. Now we're on the same page. All right, coffee's, coffee's kicking in. And that's the point. That's the point. It's, it's part of the journey. It's not the destination. Where you're at right now is not your destination. But it's the way, the itinerary to get to where God wants you to be. If you want peace, if you want financial security, if you want these things, there's, there's always a way to go through, right? And we don't, we don't dictate that way. He dictates that way. So you just tell him, like, these are the desires of my heart. These are the desires of my heart. And you think that you're just going to walk along a path, and you're like, okay, well, I'm going to take step one, step two, step three, and I'm going to be there. Well, normally, you start to step out. This is what I want the Lord. This is what I want, Lord. And you step out, and he's like, and he puts up a wall. And you're like, wait a minute, this is what I want. And you start running into the wall. I, this is me, right? I'm, 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 I'm telling the story of my life, right? <laughs> And so you run into this wall, and you're like, okay, well, maybe I need to go around this wall. So you step to the side, and you run into this wall. And you're like, okay, well, let me backtrack a little bit. And then you run into this wall. There's been times, and then you go over here, and you run into this wall. And I've, there's been times in my life that I felt like I was in a complete box. Like, everything that I tried, everything that I did, everything that I, every way that I turned, every strategy that I had, I just was just boxed in. And I'm like, look, I'm trying to get over there, Lord. Like, I'm... That's, I see it. I see it. I feel it. I know it. That's where I want to be. And he's like, yo, just wait. You know, put some prayer in and figure out what's going on. So as Jesus went up to pray, it says, in the morning, long before daylight, he got up and went out to a deserted place, and there he prayed. I believe two things were happening here. I believe, one, he was communing with the Father. I, I believe that, uh, you know, Jesus' life was so intense for that three years that he just needed... He just needed such supernatural strength and ability and communication with the Lord that he, he would go up there and just, he just needed that time because he was, he, I mean, it was just so, so intense. Like, he's doing miracles all day. He's feeding the 5,000. He's got a 12 yahoos that keep questioning him at every turn, you know, because they just don't understand what's happening. It's, it's completely new, and uh, it's never been done before. It's never been seen before. And so he just had to get away by himself and, uh, and, and talk to the Lord. So, he, I believe he was communicating, but I also believe very strongly that he was getting um, instructions. He was not only just communicating with the Father, but he was getting instructions for the next day, the next week, the, the next hour, you know, what the plan was, right? So, I encourage you guys to really sit down. Um, does anybody have, have trouble, like, really sitting down with the Lord and praying, like, really talking to him? I know that I've had a, no, we got one no. I got one, one, one no. Everybody's good on that one? All right, Perfect. Everybody has clear, crisp, direct communication with the Lord. I appreciate that. So I'm just going to step down, and I'm going to give one of you guys the mics, because clearly I am, I am uh, much, much, much less advanced than many of you. 
So uh, oftentimes I run into blockages, my own thoughts, my own, my own uh, understandings, my background, whatever, whatever, and, and I, have, I have trouble. So sometimes I really have to sit down and dig in and press in, right? Um, and so if you, if you are having trouble, um, if you are having like those issues, I just encourage you to find a, a nice quiet spot and just be like, Lord, I'm here. And just listen, you know, and just sit and listen. Because the noise of the internet, the noise of our day, the noise of jobs and kids and, and everything else that we have going on, really, like, it's just constant bombardment. So um, I would just encourage you to just sit and, and be still. And it might take a minute. It might take two minutes. It might take ten minutes. And you might just, after two minutes, you're like, hey, i gotta, I got to go make dinner. i got to go get the groceries. i got to go to the bathroom. i got to, whatever, you know. And that's fine. Just come back later on and do three minutes. And then come back later on and do four minutes, you know. And so it, it takes practice. It takes some time. So um, apparently for me, you guys obviously spend hours and hours on the mountaintop. And, uh, and I'm just giving you, like, redundant information here. So um, it is good to have Moist in the audience. Now I, now I know. Now I know what Kevin's talking about. That's for you, Moist. All right. I got to be careful of my time. Oh, we're good. All right. So, um, all right. So, moving on to our, to our, uh, to our destiny, our, our destination. Um, it's good works. Ephesians 2.10, good works that we should walk in them. So, the reason I'm, I'm hitting prayer and hitting, like, that quiet time, so you know where to go. Like, you know where to go. It's like GPS. You know, when you punch in the GPS... And it tells you where to go. But if you, don't, if you throw the GPS, you punch in your destination and you just ignore it, then you waste time, you waste energy, you waste resources. You know, you're driving around, you're using your gas. You're like, this is where I want to go. I'm in a new city. I don't know what I want to do. You know, I'm going up to, you know, uh, New Jersey from here and, you know, you know, whatever. But you could be going west when you need to go north, Right. So the point is prayer. Like if you have a GPS, if you have a destination you want to get to, don't throw God out and be like, this is where I'm going to go. Include him in the process because he's the one that's actually like put that desire on your heart, which is what we're going to get to uh, shortly. So, um, so they asked him. They asked the Lord. They said, uh, John six twenty-eight to 35, it says, and then they said, they then said, Again, this is out of the Amplified. What are, we to, what are we to do that we may habitually be working the works of God? What are we to do to carry out what God requires? Jesus replied, this is the work, the service that God asks of you, that you believe in the one whom he has sent, that you cleave to, trust, rely on, and have faith in his messenger. Do you know how many promises are in the word? Like, like this is what I'm getting at. Like, there's so many promises. Like, when you page through... The Bible, when you read, there's so many promises of peace, of joy, um, of deliverance. You know, you're, like we talked about these circumstances. God can deliver you. God can and will deliver you. But the, the key is calling on Him, spending time with Him. I've been in places where like, I'm just calling on God, I'm, calling, I'm over here, and I'm calling on God, I'm calling on God, I'm calling on God, and like nothing is happening. And I still have to wake up the next day and go to work or go do what I got to do, get groceries, eat, whatever. And, and then the same thing. I get, I, you know, I get home. It's nighttime. And I'm calling, like, why are you not doing this? Why are you not helping me? Where are you at? Like, like what is happening? And, and, and it, day after day after day after day, that happens. But he comes back to me and he's like, well, what are you believing? 
Like, what are you believing for? Like, are you believing for my word? Are you believing, like, get your scripture. See, for me, I told the Lord a long time ago, a couple years ago, um, maybe like three, four, uh, four or five years ago, um, Hebrews, 13, Hebrews 11, 3, I think it is, says that, um, you know, he, the, the world is framed by his word. Like, he framed everything by his word. And so it's like a picture frame, right? Everything is contained in that picture frame by the word of God, right? Everything. Everything. Uh, and so I told, I told the Lord, I said, I want my life to be framed with the word. I want my, you know. And then he began, what he began to do, like almost immediately, is begin to show me scriptures and promises. And like, hey, this is, this is the promise. This is what I want for you. You know, um, financially, mentally, emotionally. And, and he, just, he just starts showing me, hey, this is what it is. Right? But when he shows you that, you're like, oh, that's great. It's amazing. But then you got to walk through it, right? And you think, well, this is where I want to get to, this high place. But then there's steps. Like, okay, we got to clean this thing out, right? we got to get this out of your life right here. You can't go there without with taking this, right? And then you get there and you're like, cool, I am now ready for my destiny. I am ready for my purpose. And he's like, oh, wait a minute. I mean, we got something else on this step, right? you got to step up here. You're going to step up here. And we're going to clean something else out. You, you're not thinking properly in this, in this area. We've got to change your thought processes, right? And how do we change our thought processes? Anybody know? Roman, I'll give you a hint. Romans 12. The there we go, Moise. Anybody else? Renew your mind, right? Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. Every time I take something to him, I'm like, man, you know, this is what I want to do. This is the way I want to do it. And I, and I get in prayer. Not every time, but... A lot of times I get in prayer and he's like, uh-uh, you're thinking in- improperly. And he shows me something else, a different angle, a different position of it, you know. And, uh, and, it's, and it's pretty amazing and it's, it's challenging because you're like, well, you know, I'm smart. I'm, I know what I'm doing. You know, I've, I've, I have this experience. I have this, you know, I can do this. And he's like, no, you can't because if you do it, you get the glory, right? If you do it, you get the glory, if he does it and you give it to him, you can say, God did this. Amen. This is what I wanted, but God did it, right? So, um, I'm way off track, but that's okay. Not really, but anyway. So, um, so yeah, so he gets the glory. We're going to hit that for a second. He gets, he gets the glory because if you do it in your own strength, if you do everything yourself, then what can he do? Like, what, really, seriously, what can he do? Like, why do you, you know, what can he do for you, you know? Um, and so if you find his word, going back to the word, and if you want to frame your word with his promises of healing, of health, of wellness, you know, um, Deuteronomy says, you know, if you, you know, if you serve the Lord, he'll take all these diseases away from you. He'll bless your bread and your water. Look, we need this. In this time that we're at, we need the promises of God more than any other time in history. Like, like, Everything seems to be contaminated. We have fake food. We have fake people. We have fake news. We have fake everything, right? Fake everything. Like, seriously, like, the, half the food in the grocery store is fake. It's, it's chemically induced. And so, um, you know, the point is, the Word of God is, is the real deal, right? And so, if he says he's going to bless my bread and my water, you know, I'm going to do my best to get, you know, good, clean foods or whatever. But ultimately, I don't know where it's been. I don't know what it's been through. I don't know what they dipped it in. I don't know what they injected it with. I don't know, you know, um, you know, I was talking to uh, 
Captain uh, Elliot, who is amazing, and he uh, said something about the, uh, you know, the, uh, they do the, uh, the, the dusting in the sky. They do the chemical trails, right? Chemtracks, there we go, chemtracks. And so, you know, and he said, you know, nothing's really organic anymore because they do the chemtracks in the, in the sky, and that stuff comes down and falls on the food and the land and all this other stuff. So I thought that's really interesting. That's really interesting. Point being is, God says, my food is blessed, right? So I bless, so anything that comes into my house, this is a little tidbit for you guys. Uh, first, you'd have to clean your house out. Anyway, that's, the, I mean, not clean physically, but spiritually clean your house out. Say, so I dedicate this place to the Lord. All right, so here, real, real talk. So you go in your house, if you've never done this before, you go in your house, and what I do, whenever I live somewhere or go somewhere, even a hotel room, whatever, I go in and I touch the door frame, right, all the way around. And I say, Lord... And, and, and I look around to make sure nobody's, like, looking at me, right? And, and, uh, and, I, and I say, Lord, I said, I dedicate this place to you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Boom, I touch all four fra- I touch the whole door frame, and then I touch the bottom. And I say this, I declare this holy ground in Jesus' name. Anything foul, unclean, ungodly, unholy, get it out of here. And then I go inside, and I go and I touch all the walls. And now, whoa, I step down. I want to be close to you guys. I'm like, yeah, this is good stuff. So, and I touch the floor, and I touch the ceiling. I haven't, uh, I've been doing that recently. I haven't done that in the past, but uh, God's been leading me to do that. So touch the floor. Man, I really like actually being down there. So, uh, so you touch the floor, touch the ceiling. You just dedicate it. I say, I anoint, these, I anoint this place in the name of Jesus. Everything foul, unclean, ungodly. Holy Spirit, bring your presence in this place. Bring your angels in this place. And Boom. Solid, right? After that, what I do, anything that comes into my house, I don't care if it's a bottle of water, if it's, you know, a microphone. I don't have any microphones, but I'm just, that's what I saw. Uh, And so, like a chair, a table, a desk, uh, groceries, anything. Uh, If I forget when I'm in the car, when I get home, I put my hands on those bags and I say, bless and sanctify this food in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Bless and sanctify this dresser, this bed, these clothes, anything I buy from the store. Bless and sanctify these clothes in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. You don't know where it's been. You don't know who made it. You don't know who, who had his hands on it. You know, not to go too deep in the spiritual warfare, but there are people announcing the opposite on your food, on your clothes, on your, on your cars, on your, on your city, on your thing. The, the, the demonic forces and his... Um, his people are, 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 are sending out those curses, are sending out those things into the earth, into your stuff. And so you just don't know where it's been. And, uh, you know, that's that. So, again, just dedicate, put your hands on it, say, I dedicate this thing, I bless it, sanctify it in Jesus' name. Boom, you're good, right? Um, I really want to ask, like, thoughts. Like, I feel like this is like a community thing. I'm like, what do you guys think about that? But... We got to move on. Here we go. We have a winner. Yes. Quickly, quickly, quick. We have women's cell group on Wednesday. Women's cell group on Wednesday. Articles in the home that belong to our parents. Parents are not there anymore. She's holding on to them. They're not Christian articles. Clean house. Okay, if the Lord leads you to, de- to dedicate them and keep them, fine. If he leads you to throw them out, that's fine as well. All right, so thank you. Participation. All right, so moving on. 
Uh, that's probably all we have time for. Sorry, folks. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. All the participation, I mean. So, um, all right. So, so good works, and we should walk in them. That was, uh, that was good stuff. So, what must we do to work the works of God? Believe. Just believe on what he says. Believe the promises. Find a promise. Like, if you um, need better relationships, find a relationship promise. If you need peace, find a peace promise. If you need joy, find a joy promise. If you need financial increase, find a financial increase promise. Find something in the Word of God to stand on and to present before him and be like, Lord, this is what you said. How do I get there? How do I do this? Right? And then you sit, like I said earlier, for two, three, four, ten, twenty minutes, an hour, whatever it takes to get your answer, to get, okay, this is the direction I'm going. You know, somebody might come along and say, hey, I just heard about this, or did you read this book, or whatever. God speaks in so many different ways to us. Um, we just have to recognize it, and that's what prayer is. Your prayer is you get in tune, and then when you hear things, you know that it's either from him or it's not from him. Like, that's, that's the deal. It's like tuning in a radio station. You know, it's all staticky, but once you get, you know, you get more and more closer to where you need to be, it gets more and more, it gets clearer and clearer, right? Um, so this is the service. This is the, the work, the service that God asks of you, that you believe in the one whom he sent, that you cleave to, trust, rely on, and have faith in his messenger. You know, I was telling the... Uh, um, the high schoolers, I was asking them, like, what was the difference? And this is, uh, what was the difference between, like, David and Joseph and Joshua, right? And so I was looking at, at their lives, uh, you know, and Joseph went through all these circumstances. He had a dream, you know, and he, he knew what God was going to do in his life in general. He knew that his family was going to one day be bowing down to him. And he was like, hey, you know, you guys are going to bow down to me, you know? He's like 17. He's like, hasn't experienced anything in life. He's a little cocky, maybe. And, uh, and he's like, yeah, God gave me a dream, and guess what? You're in it, but you're serving me, you know? And so, uh, uh, and so he had to go through all these things, right? Because he had this pride. He had, to go through this, he had to go through all these things. And the same thing with David. He's anointed king, boom, but then he has to go through all these things. If you look at the life of Joshua, he didn't have to go through all those things. And I thought to myself, why? Why did, why did Joshua not have to go through all those things? And the Lord's like, it's because he was close to the word. The closer you are to the word, the less things you have to go through, right? And so, now, not that God's not going to take you through circumstances, but what I'm saying is you take 17-year-old cocky Joseph and you take 17-year-old Joshua who is clinging to Moses, which is a representation of the word of God, right? And if you read the story, God says, don't let anybody up on this mountain. It's just you and me, baby. But if you read closely, Joshua was there behind him, right? So why did God not chastise or get angry with Moses with, with Joshua tagging along behind him? Because Joshua was staying close to the word. Joshua didn't have to get thrown into a pit. He didn't have to get all these things worked out. So the point is, the closer you are to the word and the more that you grab on the God's promises, the more that things will kind of be smooth or you'll understand what's happening and you can work with God through it, right? Yes. 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 All right, so... Uh, thanks, Dave. Thanks, Moise. So, anyway, but that's true. It's true. The closer you are to word, the Word of God, the closer you are to Jesus, Jesus is the Word, we know that, right? So, uh, the closer you get to Him, the closer you get to the Spirit 
the more that you can work with God through these things. I, again, I used to think, like, why is this happening? What's going on? I knew God was doing something, but I was, like, mad or angry, upset or whatever. But then, you know, as I develop my relationship with him, I'm like, okay, I see, what you're, I see where I'm going. I see what you're doing. I'm not really excited about it, but I understand that I have to go through this process to get there. And so I yield myself to you. I yield my emotions. I yield my mind. I yield my plans, my thoughts to you, right? Uh, so this is real talk today. This is, this is, again, I'm just sharing some of my life. All right, so uh, for, for it is like a man. So let me go to Matthew, um, Matthew 25, 14 to 30. So uh, this is about the, the 10 talents. I'm not going to read the whole thing. Uh, for it is like a man who is about to take a long journey, and he called his servants together and entrusted them with his property. What has God entrusted you with? So to, to one he gave five talents, probably about $5,000, and another two to another one, to each in proportion to his own personal ability. Then he departed and left the country. So as I was reading this and looking over it, the Lord's like, the desire. He just came up with the, with the word desire. And so I believe that, you know, I know that this is about the talents. I know that. I understand. I understand. You know, so if you're one of those scholars and, you know, you're going to come up to me after church and be like, that's not what that means. That doesn't mean desire. That's not what it means in the Greek, right? I understand. I get it, okay? However, if you take it and you look at it as a metaphor, right, for your desire, God has given you desires. Some, some of you, he's given a lot of desires, big, huge dreams, big, huge visions. Some of you, you just desire, you know, your family to be in unity, you know, and your family to be in peace, and that's fine. Whatever your desire is, however big or however, you know, you know, some of you want to run companies and, you know, run the globe, you know, and some of you just want to run your household or just have a job and, and just live your life and be happy. That's amazing. But that is your desire. So no matter what the scale is, um, you know, it's not big or small. It's just your desire, right? So whatever God has given you, as far as like a desire, like the talents, some he gave five, some he gave two, he gave the other guy one. What is your desire? What is your desire? He gives you your desire according to your ability, right? So if you have a, a big desire, then you have big ability inside of you, right? Are you getting this? Okay, perfect. All right. So I just want to make sure that you're kind of getting the connection here. So... Um, so what I want to say to you is stop hiding your wants from the Lord. Stop hiding your desires, right? So the one guy, he hides his talent in the thing, and he thinks that he's pleasing the Lord. He's like, oh, he, you know, he, this, is, this is going to be great. So he, he takes it, and he hides it, and he's like, Lord, I know that you are a, a harsh man, and uh, so I'm going to hide this thing. So stop hiding your desires. If you have a desire to, to, to move forward in life, if you have a desire for a different job, uh, a different a different car, more of the Lord, right? More of the Holy Spirit. Whatever your desire is, it doesn't matter what the spectrum is, lay it before him. Open it up before him. Like, open it up before him. Say, Lord, this is what I desire. I desire a family. Lord, this is what I desire. I, des- I desire a home. You know, this is what I desire, Lord. I want, I want to feel and experience your love. I want to feel and experience your peace. I want to hear you, right? Whatever your desire is, place it before him. You know, he gave it to you in the first place. Like, that desire is there in the first place. And, you know, in Genesis 1, it says, he, and God blessed them, uh, you know, and he sent them. He said, multiply. So he gave them a desire in the, in the very, very beginning. 
He gives them a desire. So your desire, um, you know, whatever you desire, just lay it before him and say, Lord, this is where I want to go. And then he will begin to take you through a process. If you want love, find your scriptures. God is love. Like I said, find your promise. Whatever your desire is, find your promise in the word of God. Find your scripture or scriptures, multiple, that match, right? Because you have a desire. God has given you that desire. So find your Bible verse that matches that desire. Now, I'm not saying like be, um, let's see, be led by the Spirit. That's what I say. Because you can, you can find verses that, you know, justify things that are not of the Lord. You know, you can twist things and, and you know, the enemy can kind of fool us into things. But my point is like place your desires before the Lord. Let him sort it out and ask for a scripture that supports that desire. That's all you have to do. It's, it's very, very simple. God, God made the gospel as simple as you want it to be, and he also made it as complex as you want it to be. Right, Tom? It's as deep, it's as, deep as you want to go, right? So, he made it as simple as we want to be, or it's as deep as you, where do you want to go? So, um, he gave you the desire in the first place, right? So, if you want to be close to him, draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. That's a verse. Financial increase. Uh, may the Lord make you a thousand times as many as you are and bless you as he has promised you. Uh, Deuteronomy 1.11. Uh, hearing him, my sheep hear my voice. If you want more of God's love, God is love. First uh, John. So, whatever you want, whatever your desire is, place it before the Lord. Lay it out and say, Lord, this is what I want in my life. This is what I want more of. This is what I want less of. Right? Whatever you want, more or less of, say, look, this is, I want you to get out uh, strife and stress out of my life. Like, I need, I need peace. Right? I need to, I need, I can't handle this mentally and emotionally. I can't handle this physically anymore. Like, like I need something to change. Right? Say, Lord, I need a scripture to support so I can come into agreement with you and we can work together so you get the glory and I'm not trying to figure this thing out myself. Right? Because we can't. We can't figure it out. Like, going back to the food thing. I, you know, unless, unless I bought, like, you know, acres and acres of, of, of a farm and then built, like, a hydroponic you know, super dome with like super ultra purified water, you know, your, your food is not going to be like, it's, it just is, it just is what it is. And so like, I don't know where I was going with that, but, uh, you know, you, you just have to find your promises to match. You know, I, I don't know. I lost my train of thought on that. Sorry. There was something there. Uh, it may come back to me. So, um, but anyway, the, like bless the food, like, like the, like the promise is, you know, I'll bless your food and your water, right? So we'll go back. I'll bless your food and your water. So find your promise. If you, if, if you want to be healthy, say, hey, look, your word says that you will take all diseases from among me and you will bless my food and my water. You know, you want more of God's love? God is love. Find it. Say, God is love. Open this up to me. Show me what it is. Show me how to get there, right? So uh, what must we do to work the works of God? Only believe. That's all God is asking for us to do. Like, it, it, only believe what he said. Like, only believe what he said. That's it. That's it. Only believe what he said. That's it. Um, there's always a cross. There's always a submission. And there's always a yielding. So when you take these desires before the Lord, you say, this is what I want. Right? Example is Jesus. God says, I need salvation for the entire world. You know, he sends Jesus. And Jesus is like, hey, I don't know if I want to do that. You know, I don't know if I want to do that cross thing, right? But there's always a cross. And he submitted, he yielded. Remember, uh, he bled the, 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 he sweated the drops of blood, 
right? In the garden of, um, in the garden. <laughs> so anyway, what? Gethsemane. There we go, Gethsemane. That's what I thought, but I didn't want to misspeak. So, he, he bled, so there's always a cross. There's always a submission. There's always a yielding to God's will. If you say, I want to go over there, that's my destination. And he says, here is your itinerary. There's a cross. There's a submission. There's a yielding that must take place because if that doesn't take place, you will not work out what needs to be worked out and you will not get to where you're going fully. Right? So if Joseph didn't yield to all those circumstances he was in. He got thrown in the pit. By, he was hated by his brothers. He got thrown in the pit. He got taken out of the pit, sold into slavery. He's in slavery. He's like, cool, I'm taken care of. I'm eating. I'm sleeping. I'm good. You know. And then he gets accused of rape, and he gets thrown into prison. He's in prison, and he's like, well, this stinks, I would imagine. He's thinking that, because I would. He's falsely accused. So he's in prison. He tells the guys, hey, remember me. Get me out of here. You know, hey, I'm trying to, you know, I'm a good dude. Uh, you know, whatever, whatever. And so, and still, he had to go through that refining process. But in the end, when he's standing before, his family comes, and he's standing there, and he can do anything he wants, because he is, he is like, he's there. He's the, he's the commander-in-chief, basically, second in charge of the whole nation. And he can do anything he wants. He can wipe them out. He can tell them to go to the, you know, the salt mines, or whatever they had going on there. He could, he could tell them. Like, but he forgave them, right? And he blessed them. If he had taken that pride and that unforgiveness into his destiny, he would have not only destroyed his family, but he would have destroyed his destiny. So whatever you're going through, whatever you're dealing with, lay it before the Lord because you cannot take emotional instability into a quality relationship. You cannot take uh, complaining and uh, disobedience into a position of authority in a job. You cannot take these things there. And so whatever you're going through, give it to the Lord, submit it to Him so He can do whatever He wants to do in your life, in your heart, in your mind, and then you can progress. There's no progression. He'll take you around the mountain for 50 years, right? Um, so we're getting a little personal now. And so, you know, there's some things that I just threw out a long time ago. And I was like, look, I just, this isn't what I want. I'm just, I'm throwing it out. And I'm going to go this way. Right? And so by going this way and throwing that out, I, you know, <clears throat> the Lord's been speaking to me recently like, look, if you had submitted way back then, eight years ago, to this process, then this is where you would be right now. But you threw it out. You didn't want to go through the process. You, didn't, you, you dismissed it as you didn't find value in it. Right? Because, and, a lot, and that's what we do a lot of times. We don't find value in what God is doing right now, and we, and we dismiss it, or we don't recognize it, or we throw it out, and then we wonder five years, ten years later, why we're not where we want to be, right? And that's what happened with me. And he's like, look, if you had done this and submitted to this process, this, you know, this seven, six, eight years ago, then this is where you would be right now, you know? And so now it's catch-up time. Like, he's got he's to make things up, you know? And he's going to redeem the time, of course, because now I'm, like, fully, completely submitted. I'm just like yo, this is your show, you know, like, I'm, I'm done, I'm done, I've, I've hit the brick wall too many times, I've broken my nose, you know, uh, you know, and, and it's like, you know, come on. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you. So, um, uh, let's see. 
So for what is your cross today? What is your cross? That's the question. And again, if you want the notes, if you want the, the slides, just email the church because all this is on there, right? So, okay, so we've got we to gotta run now. So what is your cross? What is your yielding today? What do you need to submit to? Some of you don't even believe in miracles. Some of you don't even believe that God can deliver you. So that may be your submission. You may have to submit to the miracle. You know, you may have to submit to... Um, uh, instruction or the process, like I said, with my life, like I, I just threw this, I just threw it out and I didn't submit to it. But some of you need to submit to the process of going through something to get to somewhere, right? Uh, some of you need to submit to instruction, you know, you know what, you know where you're going. God has done the miracle, right? He's delivered you, right? He delivered you straight out, right? You're clear, you're free and clear from whatever it was. And he's telling you, this is what you need to do but you're not doing it, right? That you need to submit to the instruction, right? There's, there's, there's a cross, there's a process, there's, there's a miracle, there's, uh, and then there's instruction, which is obedience. Like some of you, he, like I said, he's delivered you. You know, you, you were asking for the miracle, he did it, and now he's like, this is the way you need to go, but you're not doing it. Like you just submit, just submit to it. Um... And again, as I mentioned before, he cannot and will not take your mindsets and your thoughts and your processes into his destiny. He will not. He will not because you'll, you'll mess it up. You'll mess it up and, he'll, and he won't get the glory. You, like it'll be for you. And then it's, it's, a, it's, it's a wash, right? Um, so what is your cross today? Uh, sometimes it's work, humility, forgiveness. Some, you may need to apologize. You may need to uh, just sit, and, sit down with the Lord and pray. Like, what is your cross? What is the thing that you need to do to get through and to go to to get to where you want to go, right, for those desires? Uh, some of you need to apologize. Um, putting down your own plans. That was me. I Like, just, just be like, you know what? I am done with this. Like, I am so done and frustrated and just, uh, I have no more strength. I have no more ideas. I have no more plans. I am at the end of my rope. I am at the end of my day. I'm done. Here you go. You know, and apparently, and you know, again, I may be more stubborn and hard-headed than you guys. You guys just probably just walk out of here like, yeah, man, this, I'm so submitted to the Lord all the time. Just come in here floating, you know. I know Jody does that when she just floats in, does worship, floats out, and like, no, I'm kidding. Where's she at? Where's she at? I'm talking about her. I don't know where she's at. So um, some of you need to start living holy. You know, that's your cross, living holy. Uh, complaining, getting rid of complaining. The words that you speak, the words that you speak create. In, in the beginning, God said, let there be light. In the beginning, God said, boom. The, the, your words were meant for creation, not communication. Creation was the first thing, right? You, you create. You create with your words. Creation is the, is the first thing. Like peace in my life. Peace over Israel. Peace, peace, peace. Love, 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 right? Um, so speak over your life. Find your promises. Speak over your life. Speak over your food. Like I said, I dedicate it. I don't say it in my mind when I go, like I said, when I go to a hotel or in my house. Um, you know, even in my house, like every, almost every night, I'm just like boom, 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 boom. You know, I'm just dedicating. I speak it out. I speak it out. I said, this is the Lord. This is, this is you know, whatever I'm saying, I speak it. I don't just... Like, touch, go around and touch in silence, like. And I'm looking like Monk, you know, like, like that show Monk, you know. He's like, you know, 
I speak it out. I dedicate this to you. I say it with authority because I know that I have authority. When I say something, when I say something in Jesus' name, it goes. So this morning, you know, um, I'm like getting ready or whatever, and all of a sudden I had like a little pain in my stomach. And I'm like, man, my first thought was, and it was like really sharp. And I was like, what did I eat yesterday? You know? And I'm thinking, no, no, no. I didn't eat anything like wild. Like this. And, and so, I'm, so, you know, I immediately take it to the Lord, and it's like, nope done. And I was like, I rebuke you, devil, in the name of Jesus. I was like, you do not have any authority here, blah, 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 blah. Three seconds later, it's gone. And I just started declaring that you, will, you cannot stop the gospel. He cannot stop the gospel. So, <clears throat> yeah, so that is just, I mean, that's just one little thing. Like, like I know my authority. So, you know, you know, it doesn't matter. I know my authority. So I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to play these little, like, I call them minions. I know we have the little minion show, but like these little minions that try to get in my way are like, dude, you got you got nothing on me, bro. Like you got nothing on me. Like you got nothing, man. He is disarmed. Um, I was in a, I was in the Air Force. I was in the military, and uh, Ephesians uh, says that he disarmed in the, in the Amplified. It says he disarmed the principalities' powers. Right? He disarmed these things. He just they have no power over you unless you give it to them. Right? They have no power. It's like, it's like if, a, if, a, if, a, if somebody's trying to steal your wallet, your purse, or whatever, and they come up, and they put the gun or the knife in front of you, and, and, you, know, it, you know, and you're like, oh, you know, what the heck? You know, like, what, what am I going to do? You know? But it's like if you looked at that gun or that knife, and you knew, if you knew that you knew inside that it had no power to hurt you, you could just grab it, throw it away, and be like, get out of my face. Right? It's the same thing with the enemy, with the devil. Like, he, he can put a gun in your face. He can put a knife. He can, say, he can try to stop you. He can put a pain in your body. He can put a, a roadblock in your way. But you just start declaring, and you speak. You have no power and authority here in the name of Jesus. By the blood of, the, by the blood of Jesus, I have, I have defeated this thing. You are defeated. Get out of my life. Get out of my way. Get out of everything, right? So we're going to go into that. Um... All right, so prayer time, words you speak, uh, friendships, what is your cross? Maybe you need to get for some friends, some relationships, whatever, maybe, you know, whatever. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just speculating. I'm just throwing some things out there for you guys that was, I just started typing up. So um, this is kind of like the important thing. So if you do want the, uh, the notes, this is because I was going to have it up here so you guys can take your, like, pictures. But um, uh, I wrote 30 days of seeking, right? And we're going to go through this uh, in a second here. I think this is mine. Yeah, it's fresh. So, um, I originally wrote 30 days of seeking, but I think that I think that uh, um, it's going to be it's going to be uh, the rest of the year, really, to be honest, because it's it's just really powerful. And I think if you guys do this and speak this thing over your lives, then uh, then it's going to be it's going to be really really good. So, I'm going to run through it so you're not shocked. Right? And then we'll go through and we'll all say it together. Ready? All right. So, um, 30 days of speaking. Lord, what is stopping my destiny? First question. God has ordained good works from the beginning that we should walk in them. Prayer. Father, uh, forgive me, Father, for wasting time. And then, to, uh, and then also the prayer is eliminate any demonic forces stopping me, slowing me down, keeping me blind, deaf, or dumb. Crush their plans, their heads, their feet, arms, legs, footsteps, and scatter them to pieces, never to be assembled against me again. 
Next, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, get me on track. Show me my itinerary. Every area that is not correct, correct it. Time, energy, money, relationships, career, job, wisdom in my home, and you can speak out whatever you feel like you need. Give me vision and let me know exactly where to put my time, energy, and attention. Power of the Holy Spirit, renew my mind, regenerate my soul, strengthen my body for the work at hand, and move in my life. Uh, Another scripture, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. And I thought about scuba diving and, and snorkeling and, and just floating because we have the Bahamas close and the beautiful beaches here. Um, and, it's, and God is as deep as you want to go. If you want to just float on the surface the rest of your life with the Lord, that's fine. He's going to be like, okay. But if you want to go deeper with him, then you can put on your gear, right? Put on your promises, put on your faith, and you can go deeper, right? And there's a time and place for both. Sometimes you do need to lay in the sun and relax and just kind of float on a floaty thing and just enjoy, right? Enjoy the bliss. Uh, but there's also a time to go deeper. Um, you know, and you can float there for all your life, but only the divers see the beauty of the deep, right? Yeah. Only the divers are going to... So the, the, as you dive with the Lord in this, as you dive for the next 30 days or the rest of the year with these prayers... Like, you're going to see the depth of God. You're going to see his love, and you're going to see warfare. Because you're coming against things that may have been there for years that you just, you're starting to stir up, right? So just keep praying, and keep pressing in, right? Okay, so you guys ready? Are you awake? All right, so here we go. We're going to do some declarations. Um, So the first one is a question. So anything that comes to your mind, you can write it down. We're kind of going to move a little quick. Uh, but we're going to be all right. So, Lord, say, Lord, Lord. What, is what is stopping me from my destiny? If you brought something to mind, write it down. Say, Lord, Lord. You have ordained good works from the beginning that I should walk in them. Forgive me, Father, for wasting time. All right, now we're going to go deep. Eliminate any demonic forces stopping me, slowing me down, keeping me blind, deaf, or dumb. Crush their plans, their heads, their feet, their arms, their legs, their footsteps, and scatter them to pieces, never to be assembled against me again. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, get me on track. Show me my itinerary. Every area that is not correct, correct it. Time, energy, money, relationships, career, job, wisdom in my home, Whatever else you want right there. Give me vision and let me know exactly where to put my time, energy, and attention. Power of the Holy Spirit, renew my mind right now. Regenerate my soul. Strengthen my body for the work at hand and move in my life. Amen. Amen. All right. So, 
Excellent. So we're going we're gonna to close it out. It's about that time. So um, you guys are amazing. Thank you so much for uh, feedback and, and being good. I hope you got something out of that. Again, um, great. Again, if you want, if you want the, the, the notes, the PDF version, just email the church and they'll email it to you uh, so you can have that prayer. And again, if you do that the rest of the year, I think you're going to see some big, big shifts as long as you do it every day. Consistency is the key every single day because you can, you can do that for a day or two or three days and you know things start getting stirred up and it gets crazy and then you stop and then it, it mellows out. But, uh, but keep going, keep going, press through, right? That's the press through the cross right? Press through. So anyway, let me bless you. Father, I just declare over them in the name of Jesus and myself in this place and anyone else that comes in here, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May you seek his face all the days of your life. May you love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And I just declare peace, salvation, rest for your people today in Jesus' name. Uh, let, let them remember, Father, what has been said today and whatever you spoke to your people, Holy Spirit, just re remind them in the name of Jesus. I just say, God bless you in the name of Jesus. God, move in your lives. God, just, just do phenomenal and amazing work in your hearts, minds, souls, and bodies in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hey, all right.